0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Synergy Studios, a drink with Mary and Mina. This is Mina. This is Mary. And today, as usual, we'll be talking about one of the most difficult issues. I think not a lot of people want to talk about it. I think recently, these days, a lot of people are actually coming out with because it's a mental health issue so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are focusing on it and bringing it into light being more Um, aware and then being present researching about it yeah yeah yeah, definitely and then I think it's mostly usually younger generation because everybody's trying to talk about it now I think everybody's just tired of putting it under the rug yeah Yeah. definitely um today we both don't have any drinks (laughs) (laughs) The reason is that we're also filming, like for the whole of today, we're also filming our um, new episode for our YouTube channel. If not a lot of you know about our YouTube channel, go and YouTube search Synergy.studio, that's dot Studio on YouTube and you'll find us. Do fun uh, videos that Mm -hmm. help us learn and share our knowledge at the same time. And so today, we are filming... uh, Something
1: that maybe you should watch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why we can't Can't drink drink. today. (laughs) Not even water. So there's a little hint for you. So think about not drinking water and the time of the month or time of the year it is right now. And you'll probably be able to guess and this episode will come out on 12th of May. Oh yeah. Of so Mary, let's start with you because I feel like you are going through the graduation blues mm-hmm. that we're talking about. or mm-hmm. post graduation blues that we're talking about.
1: I'm fresh off the boat, um, of the graduation blues. Not that I graduated this year. No, I didn't. Not <laughs> that I graduated in the pandemic. No, I didn't. I graduated in 2018.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. With hopes and oh, dreams. Oh, has it already
0: been two years?
1: Oh, thanks, guys. You just disclosed. No, but the thing
0: me. is, uh, the thing is, pandemic really pushed things. Yeah, yeah. Like it made us skip a year. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That makes uh, that makes it better. So it's been a year. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, graduated in
1: twenty eighteen. Um, I knew what I was putting myself into, choosing a subject where it's very competitive and a lot of people don't go to uni for it. And when I went to uni, there wasn't a lot of people on YouTube and, you know, all the short courses that did stuff like that. Mm. So mm. I went uni thinking, yeah, this is the way to go. Yeah, but traditional, conventional yeah, yeah. way, isn't it? Because yeah. I didn't know any better enough. Mm. And no mm. one in my family had done arts before. So I was the first one. So if you're in a creative industry you know exactly how bad it
0: is. Yeah. And um I guess it was like lack of knowledge for you and then lack of options at that time around what kind of courses or the different ways of yeah, achieving yeah. if I were to do
1: it again, I'd definitely go the apprenticeship route or learning. And not that I regretted my uni life. Mm-mm. I mean that was one of the best times <laughs> of my life. Um but yeah, because of that, I think I'm still on that phase right now because um Whatever you thought you'd do after uni, la, 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 you couldn't do. And trying to apply for jobs and getting multiple rejections Mm. just made it worse, you know. Mm. And the worst thing, can I mention this? If my uni lecturers are listening, stop emailing about, hi, Marisha, what have you done? Two (laughs) years down the line, would you like to come for a talk? No, thank you. I have done nothing. It's absolutely, absolutely bollocks. I've done nothing, so please don't send me any more of those emails. <laughs> uh, that definitely does not help. Yeah, I think that's about it. Like, mm. and when your friends have graduated with you mm. and they've got it all together, because a lot of my friends did like um, health and you know like nursing, nursing yeah. IT or like yada yada yada. Where I'm not gonna say it's easier to get jobs, but. You are most likely to get jobs in yeah. those kind of scenarios,
0: yeah definitely,
1: like tech and, and health service, you need it all the time, yeah, exactly, so especially it
0: was... nursing nursing yeah. that you you basically get a job before even you graduate, yeah, I guess so, so yeah, that was my um sujam,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to speak about it anymore
0: I'm still in the blues guys <laughs> oh, yeah. what about um, what about yours I'm pretty sure you had that as well oh my god I think I've lived through my post-graduation blues mm-hmm. and I'm like already on the other side don't you know? yeah. I, I was I guess I was depressed for quite a while like post-graduation mm-hmm. actually my depression started at in the final year so I graduated in two thousand twelve. Bloody final year.
1: <laughs> same to be exact. Yeah.
0: In the, in the final years, like things, you start thinking about things. I think mm-hmm. the pressure of finding a job or going. By the way, like I don't even know why I was depressed and why I was so, um, depressed about not getting a job, because I never applied. The fuck. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it makes <laughs> it makes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but (laughs) it makes no sense. My friends would be like, oh, you got to start applying for jobs. I was like, "Mm, no, Mm. because, you know, my my train of thought was in my final year. So I studied accounting and financial management Mm -hmm. and that usually is like a desk job, nine Mm -hmm. to five. So in my final year, I, I had this woke moment okay, once again Before woke was trending, I had this woke moment, okay? like this hippie woke moment of, yeah. oh my God, like I'm paying thousands of pounds a year for these courses that don't even guarantee me jobs. And for what? To Hem- get stuck behind a job nine to five, Monday to Friday, and the thought of ha- living a monotonous life, mm. it just bloody scared me. Yeah. And you know how much I hate routine. Mm. Right? I mean, I have my own routine, but that's like very flexible. Like I'm, mm. I'm self-disciplined about getting things done. But I hate the fact I have to work 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. And I thought at that moment, I was... Like, you know, I was I was going through it and I was like, I cannot do this. I cannot live my life like this. I mean, that was a bit of a naive thought, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, it was quite um, enlightening to me. And there were lots of personal things happening as well mm-hmm. uh, that just pushed me into depression, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? So when I graduated, <clears throat> I didn't apply for any jobs or anything. I didn't go for any apprenticeship and all that. I was like, I'm just going to get any job that I can at this moment near home. And then I'm going to travel. And I did so for like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of years, you know, the whole cycle of who's going to hire you because you're only graduated. Like you have no job experience. Yeah. And you you graduated like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I it, the, I didn't think far ahead. I mean, I don't regret it because traveling basically... Was my therapy? Yeah, you yeah. know, it became my therapy, and to this day, it is my therapy, mm-hmm. and that's how I cope with my emotions, and that's how I become sane enough to live this life. But mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't regret it at all. But down the line, I had troubles, and able, like the, it's so hard. I got caught in the cycle of graduation, no experience, but then nobody would hire you without an experience, or <laughs> 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 so. Yes, like, obviously, I got caught into that vicious cycle of job, I want a job, but there would nobody would hire me without an experience. (laughs) But then to get an experience, I would need a job. So and then I wasn't even it sounds like full of excuses. And I sound like full of excuses. But I couldn't even go for an apprentice job because I could financially not afford to have a low paying job. Mm -hmm. And it was It was such a vicious cycle and lots of little things. But when you're depressed, those little things do amplify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... You know, I, I've always quote this to you. No? Mm-hmm. Depression is like wanting to do better but not having the motivation to do better. Or energy. Or energy, mm-hmm. exactly. And um, all those things. But, you know, I, slowly it just goes away. At one point, you just get get tired of getting depressed. i am mm. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> definitely... <laughs> Wake up, bitch. Let's get depressed.
1: Not today.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I went through that post-graduation blues. As well, and I'm like I go after after a few years, I'm like bloody tired. And now, how long has it taken me? Like actually nine years uh-huh. to go for a, a, an accounting. But job. that's the
1: difference, though. Like now you're doing it of your own will. Mm, mm, but mm. when you're like just fresh off the graduation, mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Are you? Are you?" I and mean, I'm you're
0: doing it because everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Doing yeah. it yeah. yeah. Whether you like it yeah, or not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: In my mind, like you said, like you didn't wanna. Um, you did not apply, but you still got depressed, right? Mm-hmm. In my head, see, I've always wanted to be self-employed. I did not want to work for anyone yeah. else. That's always been my thing, and I've always been telling you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to own a business one day and then just do me. Yeah. Have my here, own exactly. fucking rules. Yeah. No manager to sign up to, because I'm going to be the manager, bitch. <laughs> but uh. anyways, like, um, I think I had that mentality, but... I Always brushed it under the carpet mm. and I was like looking for jobs because everyone was doing mm, yeah. so. I was because like, because that's
0: the conventional thing to yeah, do, yeah, yeah. That's off that offers you a false sense of security, yeah? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, oh, everybody's doing it. So, I and the thing is, the need of having to earn to um fulfill your basic needs also because how, how long are you going to be dependent on your parents, exactly? Right? And yeah. that strains your relationship. Mm-hmm. That's already strained because you're from an Asian background, background and we'll talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um,
1: um, and then that happened to me, and then, um, obviously not getting jobs, yada yada yada, whatever. But obviously, I chose the subject that was so taboo. Let's say <laughs> that was so taboo on the Asian culture. It was. Um, it was quite crazy, you know. Mm. And everyone was like, "Oh, you did media. That's probably why you didn't get a job," which is true. I oh don't really blame them, God. but um, it was my will that I fought against them to mm. choose a subject that I wanted to do. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they weren't wrong on like you won't get a job because you need to make your own jobs. Yeah. Mm. And that's what I didn't do because I was like so depressed. I was like, <laughs> I cannot think. I cannot do anything anymore. So I was yeah. just like, um,
0: your yeah. self esteem goes down, right? Yeah. With every yeah. rejection or with every uh thing that doesn't go right, mm-hmm. your self esteem just climbs down and down and down, and then you go into a dark pit okay? mm-hmm. where you know you have your highs and lows, but when you're depressed, your highs and lows are at a different level, it's on a different level. And talking about that, like
1: how we talk about agi. Um, in the beginning, like, everyone's starting to talk about it mm. and stuff like that, where mm. you had a lot of positive things to say because you're out of that hole. Mm. I'm still in that black hole. I don't really much necessarily have positive things to say about that because I've always been open and honest about me having depression, right? Mm. And I've always shared on my Instagram. I'm quite active on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I go on and off about it. But when one of these, uh, in my previous Instagram account, Um, I posted, I used to post a lot of things about depression.
0: Hmm.
1: And one person told me that you're just seeking attention.
0: This is my, this is (laughs) my problem, right? So like you, Mm -hmm. I always share about my, anything that is relatable to my situation mm-hmm. i will put it out there on mm-hmm. my ig story yeah right and a lot of people don't understand oh that's too much information yeah. or she's seeking attention like you don't know the amount of private chats i have had with strangers mm-hmm. off my stories mm-hmm. and, and those are like deep chats that you can relate to those chats literally become therapy mm-hmm. to both of us on each side of the chat and you don't know that side because you. I don't share that side because that's completely confidential. Exactly. Right? If yeah, I yeah. somebody is opening up their vulnerable side to mm-hmm. me, I'm not going to be like, oh, look, screenshot this and then put it on the uh, on my IG story. Yeah, yeah. You don't see the end result of it. You exactly. only see what started it. So don't judge a book by its cover once. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, because those stories, I'm sure you get um, uh, deep connections um, with people as well. I have got, through got your a stories. lot of
1: deep connections with people, definitely, yeah. Mm. Uh, but with that I'm attracting unnecessary gaze towards me because like the Mm. negative ones like I said to you you're seeking attention Mm. um, because I have this like very uh, jolly personality like I always crack jokes and always banter and when people see this side of me they're like oh, she's not going through depression. It can't be <laughs> it. Like, you know, I'll be like one day t- uh, putting like rupee core <laughs> quotes. Shout
0: out to my girl. I love you so much. And then next Talking time... about shout outs. Oh, yes. W- the new thing about these episodes, like for our episodes from now on, is that we have opened our IG account for shout outs. So if you have any... Shout, shout out to, to anybody l- that you love or that you care about um especially about depression mm-hmm. then give us a um message exactly yeah. on
1: synergy s i n e r j i dot studio mm-hmm. please dm us or just keep an eye on our shout out tab to be open and just type away type yeah. your life away so, so, so yeah there'd be like you know oh, uh, you rupi core you're sharing a lot of things about her la 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 and then she gets a lot of shame by you know like um mm-hmm. Girls are just quoting her quotes. But then, man, what do you know about poetry? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it pulls different heartstrings that you never knew you had know. Mm. And, yeah, I didn't really like that attention of, you know, um, you're going to shit. Because my self-esteem was so low. Mm. I didn't really have the, um, what do you call that? How do you say it? The energy to defend back. Mm. Or I didn't really think it was even a point to defend back. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't want to talk to yeah. shits. I mean, don't take offence to this,
0: Anamir. Yeah. But I feel like your self-esteem is still a bit low. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not as low as, like, immediately mm-hmm. after post-graduation. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's definitely climbing. Mm-hmm. But still, it's low, is it? Wouldn't you agree? It's yeah. definitely still low.
1: Um, I think that's the whole reason why I got this haircut as well. Mm. I'm not saying, like, because I had hair loss after this whole COVID journey. Mm. And then I was... Because my self-esteem was so low... Like, I saw my hair falling every day, and I was like, I cannot. Mm. And I saw my bald patch every day, and I was like, I can't stop my hair from falling. But Mm. what I can do is own it and just Mm. cut it. So Mm. I just cut it. But then even then, people wanted reasons why I cut my hair. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, the moral of the story is you cannot deal with these people. And, And mind you, this is my filtered ig account i have 600 followers not that i'm bragging (laughs) not that 600 is a lot but i have like 200 something now and -hmm. even then you have
0: why you cut your hair Exactly. I mean no I'm live body shaming co episode Robin like yeah. in this world you cannot breathe, breathe and they will comment about how you're breathing, why you're breathing, like why it's, you the shitting. way you're breathing. Exactly, exactly. They will just um, interpret whatever they want to interpret. And it says nothing about what you're doing, but mm-hmm. it says everything about how they are thinking about mm-hmm. things in life or whether they have a positive outlook or a negative outlook yeah, towards definitely. everything. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure you received lots of positive comments as well. I saw it in your oh comment. Yeah. Definitely,
1: definitely. Like I have this um, support group. I went to this event, right? Mm. DYG event. If you haven't, then what are you doing? So I went. They're known to,
0: as ingenious transformation. Ingenious Dance, transformation. Yeah.
1: Now that's the one. Shout out to Dinestai and Janaki Didi. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I went to that, and then we have this group chat. Which they send us, circulate a lot of positive messages. Mm. Apart mm. from that, I've obviously met these beautiful souls. Mm. And I DM them sometimes, you know, mm. like uh, those people who are connected on hard heart-to-heart basis. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. DM them, I'm like, how are you doing personally? Mm. And uh, one of our mutual friends went to the hospital. Yeah. And I make, yeah. a, she's probably listening. But I make sure, like, sometimes she's like, you know... Mm. Um, I'm there for her. Yeah. Like, not necessarily she has to open her heart out, but... Yeah, exactly. Just to know someone's there for you, that means the world, okay? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. please be that person. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, when you come to depression or when you're dealing with somebody who's depressed, you often don't know how to react. Like, not everybody is trained to mm-hmm. um, uh, respond to a depressed person mm-hmm. or when they open up to you. Not everybody has the ability to communicate what they want to communicate mm-hmm. because... It's it's always been an awkward um, and uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Having gone through that myself and, you know, losing friends along the way, mm-hmm. losing connections along the way. The only thing that you can do is be patient mm-hmm. with the person. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know what to say, even if you don't know how to console that person, just being there and saying that you do, will not give up on that person and you will have patience mm-hmm. um, always. I mean you I mean you're allowed to take breaks and I'm not saying just sit by the depression depressed person and like uh take it in take it in take it in because mm-hmm. you can't do that you will need to take a break yourself as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. but just make sure the person knows that you are there and then you yeah. will not give up on you no matter how low they go And that is reassurance itself. Yeah. Like you don't even have to speak to provide that reassurance, Mm -hmm. you know. Just being there, your presence in their life and your support, even though you can't say anything to them, will be a lot. And you know what? With people with depression and with people in any unhelpful situation, unless they help themselves...
1: No one, no one will be able Nobody to help will, themselves.
0: Yeah. You can have all the support in the world. Right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the person has to go through it themselves and has to have the motivation from within. Otherwise it's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. And but the thing is, and if a depressed person is like me, I was like sick of getting depressed. I thought this is a very pathetic way of living. I don't wanna do this anymore. And mm-hmm. then I started doing things by myself. Yeah. And and you know, my the friends that stuck around I still have so deep connections with them, and like my current boyfriend, he had he lived through my tantrums right at the start of our relationship, and he's she said lived.
1: I'm sorry, he still lives. Okay, he still lives through it.
0: <laughs> he's living through torture every day. <laughs> uh, but honestly, it's the
1: torture he chose. That's yeah, the exactly. word. <laughs> yeah, he
0: it's a torture he chose, and you know what? I am worth it. <laughs> On it, girl. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, oh, yeah. talking no, no. about like uh, relationships, right? Uh-huh. Um, how you said like this, uh, your depression path uh-huh. described your relationship. I'm pretty sure you filtered out a lot of friends as well. Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: Back then, I used to have a huge circle of mm-hmm. friends, right? And along the way, when I was having like the kind of depression I was having, right? At times, and you're not like that, but at at, at times, I would be violent. Mm -hmm. especially after drinking, Mm -hmm. right? I'll be violent. I'll be harming people. I'll be saying nasty things to people. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) She's (laughs) small and she's feisty. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I lost friends along the way because they lost patience with me. Okay. Yeah. So I valued their relationship when it was there mm-hmm. but I don't value it anymore so I don't make an effort to make connections with them I mean it's not their fault that they lost their patience right yeah. <clears throat> but so there were two types of friends the friends that have stuck around yeah. who lost their patience with me but were always there for me even though they lost their patience mm-hmm. at moments they would say things to me mm-hmm. and I would be angry for a little while but later on I would realize that they said it because they had good intentions in their mm-hmm. heart Right, and then there were the type of friends who are like, "Oh my God, she's acting up again. She's having these moments. Like, I do not want to deal with this and all that." And with those friends, I'm civil, mm-hmm. but I am not like I don't have that connection anymore, right? And th- those friends are the ones that I've that have more or less become. Acquaintances rather than friends, Friends, yeah. yeah. So it's just
1: like hi, hello people, yeah,
0: yeah, hi, hello people, yeah. or we'll uh, meet them somewhere out there, or if they need any help, I'll go help them, mm-hmm. but I won't have a, a spiritual connection with them, yeah.
1: Whereas me, um, I'm very extrovertedly introverted person,
0: <laughs> so you're I'm, confused in what you yeah. want.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys, like all these labels, I cannot, <laughs>
0: um,
1: but. I'm, I'm quite like that. So I choose my people who I open up to. And if I choose the people I open up to, I open my heart out. Oh, my God. But that's only, like, few that I choose. Uh-huh. So consider yourself lucky if I've done that, period. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, with that, with this depression and my relationship, I was dating with a guy for three um, three three and a half years. Mm. And I have this condition called PCOS as well, which did not help my depression yeah it added fuel to the fire hormonal Uh yeah so i had no control over it i know how to i know what triggers me now but i didn't then yeah so i didn't um maybe i didn't forgive him for like not knowing so basically i didn't know what i needed or what i wanted right Mm -hmm. so i just kind of expected him to be like understanding Mm -hmm. whereas now Mm -hmm. i understand like it was my fault as well Mm -hmm. that I didn't make him understand my depression. Mm. So I just kind of expected him to be there. Yeah. So letting him go was one of the biggest um, challenges for both of us. Like, obviously, we... I
0: think it was a kind thing to do as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. For
1: both ways as well. Now we both have been apart. It's mm. been a year. Mm. Um, we've both grown in ways that we never thought we'd grow. Mm. And I still talk to him. Like, we're still good in contacts. Yeah. But it's like... um. We've both grown out of it. Okay? Yeah. So me being depressed was dragging him down as well. Exactly. And I saw that in his eyes and I was like, I cannot do this to a person. Mm-hmm. And to, to uh, talking about going back to how you want to be that friend and when enough is enough. Yeah. yeah. One of my friends was dealing with depression. And she'd tell me every single day, like, how down she was feeling. So nothing positive was coming out of her mouth. Yeah. And as much as I wanted to be there for her, I could not. Yeah. Because I was drowning myself. Mm. So you mm. can't save someone when you're well, drowning he, yeah, yourself. Exactly. So I sent her a message like, girl, I love you so much, mm. but I cannot help you because I'm dealing through shits myself. Mm. Bef- Till before then, she did not know I was mm. dealing through shits because I'm quite good at hiding it, right?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And once she figured out... And she understood.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And true friends do understand. Mm-hmm. People who have gone through the situation understand it themselves as well. Yeah. They may not understand it while they are in that turmoil. Mm-hmm. But later on in life, they will. Yeah. You know, when they say trust the process, you do have to trust the process. I love how you're quoting a lot of cliche things that I never would
1: believe in. But now I do because it is you what know it what? is.
0: It's like these words like things like I've always had a problem with like these words like one love like trust the process and all that right people throwing it out without understanding the meaning Mm -hmm, of it or mm -hmm. without living it
1: that's 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 my feeling about Rupi Kaur's poetry yeah people just tossing it away tossing it away because
0: it sounds nice but Mm -hmm. if you actually take time to understand it and relate it Mm -hmm. and live it Mm -hmm. living it is the most important part yeah. you know sharing it comes after mm-hmm. and um, yeah as you said earlier about depression like you when you're in that vibe like in, that, in that, within that negative mm-hmm. energy you need some form of positive energy to combat that Right. Yeah, you know yeah. you can't have negative and negative and expect to climb up you may <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been to uh, a few counseling sessions myself mm-hmm, right with mm-hmm. a um a counselor by the way like i I don't know how many of you have gone to counseling sessions right counseling session is usually you go to a person who's trained to help you through your mental health issues mm-hmm. and you know how they in movies they show like they're you're sat on a li- laid on a sofa and you're talking to yeah, your yeah. Uh, psychotherapist yeah. like that is I mean you don't really have a sofa to lie down but you do get like a comfortable environment like a you know spa like zen environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. sit in a room and then you talk to this person about what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And how much you open or what, what part of you you want to open is completely up to you. Mm-hmm. And all that person does is she guides you or he or she guides you through your emotions mm-hmm. and helps you understand mm-hmm. what you can do to combat that or what you can do to help you. Mm-hmm. Or she basically gives you if you need a different perspective to things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's there trained to basically guide things. Yeah. Yeah. Navigate through your emotions. And um, this counselor, something that she said has stuck with me for so long. You know how, you know me, right? Mm. I, I, love to do everything by myself before my boyfriend right i was super independent i had so much pride that i would not let anybody do anything to help me mm-hmm. you know, she, that, that's a she's, toxic
1: she's still like that like, <laughs> like it's, it's improved
0: a lot but yeah. I'm, i know i'm still like like that so it's a mm-hmm. work in progress but i used to be super independent and that's a very toxic level of independence that you have mm-hmm. You know, And I think the whole point of why I was like that is because being a woman in this society mm-hmm. and hearing that mm-hmm. or being discriminated against uh, because you're a woman and you're incapable of earning money, especially in mm-hmm. our Asian mm-hmm. Nepali culture, yeah. it makes you feel so annoyed. It hurts your pride so much that you want to do and um, I don't know whether people have watched this drama and Olivia Pope and this is this is um, scandal when the drama well, she says this thing you have to work twice as hard to be half as good. Yeah. Once again. And uh-huh. as a woman I felt that mm-hmm. and I've always done that ever since I was a small and that led to me being so independent mm-hmm. and I guess in a way cocky. Now I can say that with a laugh because at that point, I wouldn't have seen that myself. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, no, no, blah, blah, blah. But at my confidence level and my independence was at such a toxic level that I wouldn't accept help. Mm-hmm. And my current boyfriend definitely taught me that I don't have to do everything by myself. And he's dependable enough for me to trust him to do mm-hmm. help me out with things, right? Yeah. And it's slow, it's a slow improvement. So when this counsellor told me this, it just made me reflect how I act and what I should do and what I should not do in my life, right? And she said, imagine you're a tree, Mm -hmm. right? Imagine you're a tree, and all the love and all the things that you do in life are your fruits, Mm -hmm. right? If you don't take time to water yourself, you're not going to bear any good fruits. Mm -hmm. And even if you force a fruit out of you, that will be full of resentment. It will be a rotten fruit, okay? And that kind of rotten fruit is not good for anybody. Yeah. Not the one that bears it, not the one that eats it. it. And this is why I feel like when you don't help somebody out of your own will, mm-hmm. this is where it you start resenting that person. Okay? Like, oh, because of this person my time is being wasted. I could use this time to do something else. That kind of issues. But if you're there and if you're patient and feel like, I am happy by myself, I'm content and I have this spare time, like this is my spare time, I could very well use it to go do something else for myself. But I choose like by free will, I choose to spend this time on my friend who needs it more than anything. Yeah. Do In that situation, you don't resent that person. Mm-hmm. And that's when you don't lose patience as well with that person. I think that in that situation, you come out of feeling self-satisfied mm-hmm. that you've helped somebody else. And that I had to learn a very hard way. And that I think will a lot of people still have to learn yeah. I see like especially Amro Amro, please call ma. like for example this is not just targeting this uh, particular group but, uh, <coughs> to give you a very common example girls get arranged marriages sometimes whether they want it or not sometimes they do it because they uh, think their parents have raised them and this is their way of paying back or like w- it would be cruel to say no to your parents right. and a lot of people right. don't know how to say no, no. it's so not just like <coughs> to your parents it's mm. just Everyday life your, yeah. All your relationships. Yeah, yeah. And when you then don't say no by free will and you're actually forcing yourself to help because that's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. then later on, if things don't turn out well, you start hating that person. Yeah. You start hating, like, why did I do this? Because that person forced me to or that feeling forced me to.
1: I think that's um, that's how, like, a lot of people the marriages are broken down because they're like mm. um in this nepali thing we've got being immigrants yeah, first gen immigrants they've got this thing saying like nepali and
0: asian culture yeah, as well asian like asian like south asian like yeah, indian pakistani yeah. bangladeshi yeah being
1: in first generation immigrants they're like um there this term goes around saying dharma Unsa," oh which means my God. like you earn what you call it you Little. basically
0: do good so that you can have good points on your account for next life, next life <laughs> yeah. if I were Some, to explain yeah. it in Something a simple like term
1: that. I definitely agree with um, how you said about being a woman you had to work twice as hard mm. the reason why I came into this industry was
0: being a woman there was none mm. every film movie you every film excuse me not only being a woman being a woman and being an Asian, Asian. that is just a double double, double threat
1: yeah yeah i will tell you like in my whole time i was in education under media studies or media whatever i was the only asian in the entire university time and entire college period Mm, as well
0: mm. so that just says a lot and how and not to forget mm -hmm. we are like immigrants like we're adult immigrants to this country so you're already juggling with your identity of Whether I belong here or whether I belong there. What do you mean juggling? I'm not. I'm in shambles right now. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: I'm still trying to figure out and navigate. And
1: I think it's perfectly okay. I'm taking my own time. Mm -hmm. But uh, people around me has otherwise timeline to it. And which I don't really care about because it's my life. If I earn, that's my money. Mm. No matter how I earn it, how Mm. I spend it, that's entirely up to me. So you don't really have to pressure me on getting like a job that you think is good enough. Yeah. And they've told me like, oh maybe you should change it. and now I've had thoughts about like maybe I should have a different career path, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm-hmm. but why? You did a degree on that. Like,
0: girl, girl doesn't want that anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm in mean, a different phase it, of my life. just change. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know, every day, every day to this day I get like I work in the hospital, right? Yeah. And that's completely different from my accounting degree. Mm-hmm. Every day, I get someone who's like, "Oh, but this is not related to your degree. So, what are you doing?" As if, like, you know, they're already judging that I was unsuccessful exactly. before they even open their mouth. And but I'm like, what is,
1: "What is success
0: to you, though?" I'm, but that—that's the thing. This—it took me time and going mm-hmm. through a depression, and took me nine, ten years to actually understand that. At this point, I don't fucking, fucking give you. a shit. Exactly. As long <laughs> as you living. So, whenever people ask me, "Oh, what do you do?" Or what did you study? I'll be quite open and honest about it. And I'll be very proud about my process Mm -hmm. as well. I'll be like, I work here. And this is what I'm happy doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not depending on anybody to feed me Mm -hmm. and meet my basic needs. I actually take care of my family. Mm -hmm. And I am happy. And I don't care whether I... I'm doing something that society thinks menial, yeah. or something that society thinks, "Wow, she's like fucking in this job and all that." I don't care what you think, think of it. As long as you happy, I come am with happy doing it, right? And I think that's all that matters. And it took me years to understand that. This mm-hmm. is why I say, trust the process, mm-hmm. and time will educate you. Time will heal you in ways that you can't even imagine or understand uh, yeah. when you're in. And when you're in a depressed state mm-hmm. but or when you haven't when you haven't gone through it so honestly trust the process trust the process and
1: if people are like really you know setting you back and not giving the purpose because everyone has a purpose in life right mm. and not ju- just because you're friends from when you were like kindergarten kids doesn't mean you always have to be friends mm. you can be like acquaintances later yeah but yeah. it's just like um, you pick your people yeah that's, um to me, like, friends are important because that's the family you pick. Mm. And mm. if your friend is not family enough for you, mm. then just what are you doing there, mate? Mm. Like, it's a reality check because... Real friends stick there for you. Real friends are always, always mm. there for you. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, And um, you know what? When I say trust the process, right? You have to also have a blind faith mm-hmm. in fate. Like, I have blind mm-hmm. faith because I feel like whatever happens from all this after living my life for 33 years, mm-hmm. I have finally learned that everything happens for a reason. Yes, I am a true and, believer of that. Yeah. Yeah. And if I had graduated and gone into an accounting job and gone and worked for some company then the past 9 years that i've had the very colorful lives that a life that mm-hmm. i've had i honestly would do it all over again mm-hmm. because as soon as i came out i just completely chose something that was not related to my field mm-hmm. and after that, I went to something else that was clearly not related to my field again. Mm-hmm. And then again, after I went to something else. But you've seen me for the past five, six years and you know how colorful my life is, right?
1: I've seen her change in jobs be jobless and go to another job again. <laughs> I've yet to see you move to another country. That's all I need to see now. right?
0: But yeah, I, I, I've gone through so many things and I would not change it. But also, I don't even regret going to uni. It was money wasted on something that I picked very little from. But I don't regret going to uni because uni life was something that taught me something else in my life. Mm-hmm, right? Definitely. And I made okay. friends from all over the world as well. And that was so good. I would... I would do it all over again. I would go through uni, waste my money, come out and then get depressed and learn so many things <laughs> because right now, like the person that I am, I'm like at my highest, I would say. Yeah. And I'm not saying this in a cocky way, right? But I, mean... I am, <laughs> I have so much confidence in myself. This is what, um you know, these guys, Lisa Libu and, um, to, um, what's his, what's her husband's name? They run this podcast um, about feelings and one of the guys that one of the guests that said, this to in the podcast which you know is so true mm-hmm. it's like don't trust what will happen to you trust that you have it in you to deal with it mm-hmm. you know and that's the trust that you should be earning and learning towards you know and you know shit will happen to you in life like you just have it got a trust very, in you that you will be able to deal with as well. it
1: mm-hmm. and i don't i'm not a believer of god i do not believe in religion Coming mm. from a mixed hey. religion household, uh-huh. I do not believe in it because they both believe that God's are the best one, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't believe in it, but i do what I do believe in is like just let's just say God, for example, mm. God will give it all the difficult hardships to people who can take it, yeah, yeah, and I take that with pride because I've had the most shittiest last year of my life, I think mm. but um I've made through it, and that just only made mm. me realize like. Um, no matter what life brings to me, I can deal with it, uh-huh. coming to what you just said yeah, earlier. Yeah, exactly. With that being said, I think we've rambled too much <laughs> on depression and life. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, that's, that's the, whole, like, the whole idea of this podcast is to share our experience about how we've dealt with mm-hmm. it. And to be honest, like I don't know what's ahead, yeah. but I trust that I will deal with it. Even if it knocks me down once or twice, I know that I'll take a break and get back up. Mm-hmm. You know, And I think that's what going through depression makes you... You know, anything in life, right? Depression mm-hmm. either makes you or breaks you. It's completely dependent on how you act on it. So, like, you're not alone when we say... You're people are yeah yeah and yeah. postgraduate blues is a real thing. We tried to find statistics on it, but there's been no, no. statistics on because I don't think people own up to it. Yeah, because yeah. they
1: don't realize they are in this whirlwind well of this mm. postgraduate yeah. stuff.
0: And universities as well. If they are taking so much money from me, they have to have certain kind of post graduation support for us as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I think they do have supports like privately, mm. but I'm not quite sure. Uni. Yeah. I mean,
1: if you if my lecturer are listening, invest that money that you send emails on how you doing
0: do you want to come for a talk <laughs> <laughs> on Marisha would you like a therapy session yes please <laughs> post blues I'm pretty sure a lot of people have gone through it I'm pretty sure Lina, the our girls at Lina, yeah. have sp- spoken about this as well this and as that's well. how their podcast started as well because yeah. they felt
1: lost I well. feel like the reason why I started this podcast to me because like you said adventure was a therapy right mm, mm. to me music has always mm. been my therapy yeah, and it still is to this day and I figured out podcasts because I used I remember I used to make these podcasts when I was in college, uh-huh. but when podcast was even a podcast, get okay? like yeah. when it wasn't even popular, uh-huh. and I used to make like futuristic ones. So I would make myself in space, you know, like I put myself in places because okay. you can do so much with sound, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. then pe- listeners would be like, "Oh, is she in space or is she not?" Like, okay, but um, that's the reason why I feel so passionate about podcasts because. That's my escape. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? And I
0: think podcasts are popular because it's a lot of people's escape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot of yeah. people want to
1: uh, vent out, but they don't know where to vent yeah. out. <laughs> Talking about venting out, as we promised earlier, we've got shout outs now. Yeah. Um, We will do this towards the end of every podcast. Uh-huh. So sadly, yes, we are coming to the end, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so this is a message from Miss Sunshine to listener M. I hate roller coasters so, so much. I'm glad I have to ride out these highs and lows of life with you. Your support means the world, so let's support each other. And also, love you, Synergy. Oh, Thank you. That's cute. We love you too. We love you back. And this is from Alina. She says, please give a shout out to the Maddens. The Maddens are... A YouTube account, it's a couple YouTube account where mm-hmm. they do challenges and it's all about, it's quite fun. Go, mm. go, go give it a shout. Um, and Funny Manasa says, Ranji Didi, we miss you at work. XOXO. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, Yoroshika says, Mary Say, that's me, that's how she calls me. Sorry, it's my friend. <laughs> me and Housey love you forever. And Prismika says, To Dipshika and Tisha, I'm so lucky to have you both in my life. From Prismika. That's cute. Oh, So this is from Mr. Waterclouds. Our new friend. New friend. Does he consider us friend? (laughs) This is from Mr. Waterclouds. Many people look for meaning in life as although they'll find it under the rocks or behind a tree. Oh, there's my meaning. Uh, You have more power than that. You have the power to create meaning in your life, not passively look for it. That's exactly what we said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to make your own You have tool.
0: to live through it to understand it exactly. and learn what triggers you and what helps you and what's your therapy. Um and one of them is for Hera pa- Palace Club or Hera
1: Palace Club. Uh to you all rats, thank you for making my lockdown litty. Let's stay psycho forever. It's from Deepu. <laughs> and it's from it's to Miss Sarita Gurung. Shouting out Little Miss Sunshine for transforming into a fine young lady as I am impressed the day she cooked for 20 people like a real auntie. This (laughs) is a message
0: from Deeps. So with that, I think the shout outs are done. Uh Uh-huh. That, those were like nice shout outs not bad for a first time, a time and yeah. to think that we only put this out last night um, and to get this many um, responses outs, yeah. i am quite happy like you guys make me feel good that was people out there are listening to us
1: that only makes uh it even better that you everyone listening should definitely shout out to your loved ones exactly cuz imagine if make makes someone's made us day feel, yeah
0: that's it the whole point of shout outs is to make someone's day. Exactly. And to show love and support, um, mm-hmm. especially if you're not good at doing it face to face. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So like send us whether anonymous message or whatever that you if you want somebody to ha- hear about it and we'll we'll message it. Or if you want to vent out, we can be your agony aunts. <laughs> <laughs> I love being an agony aunt. Oh, my God. Good Honestly, old agony aunt. <laughs> Um, Post graduation blues and all other mental health issues—they are quite real, and especially after this pandemic, mm-hmm. there's going to be an influx of mental health issues. issues. We're already receiving patients with overdoses and all that mm-hmm. in our hospital, and suicide attempts. And it—it's it, really sad to see that. And you know, be there for your friends. Um, you don't have to be verbal about it. Just your presence will help them through dark times. I know. I know. It's like isolating and all that, but.
1: There is no rule that you can't walk to the doorstep mm. and say hello. Or drop there things is off. No, yeah. yeah, just say hello, you know. That's, exactly. That doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, or Buy cost- them their
0: favorite drink, fruit. Exactly. Like, go on. Or uh, if you want more professional help, there are so many mental health mm-hmm. charities. Definitely. And if you're feeling dark, especially suicide, suicide is a temporary mental health state. And we will not go into that. But especially if you're feeling suicidal in the moment, Samaritans are a good people to give a shout, give out. A shout out. You don't yeah. have to... Um, give your name or anything, you just talk to somebody when you're uh, feeling low and they will, um, you know, as counselors to guide you through your emotions and help you through it. Um, but at the end of the day, most important thing is that you have to do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You no know? one
1: else is going to do exactly. it for you.
0: Even with millions amount of support out there, if you're not up for it, you will not do it. Mm-hmm. So you, it has to come from within. And trust me, when you go through so much and when you process your thoughts so much, you will you will understand it. You will learn about yourselves. You will find your own therapy. You make your own way. A lot of people say, like, you should do this, you should do that mm. to deal with depression. If you Google it, there will
1: be like, meditate, la, 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 la. Mm. But you find your own way. Like, mm-hmm. uh, our shout-out from Water Clouds earlier, mm-hmm. he was like, you have it within you, sort of message yeah. he was trying to give. And you do have it within you. It's coming from a person with a very low self-esteem, and I do believe I have it in me. It's mm. just... Timing, that's the key. So yeah. just believe in it, trust in
0: it, preach it. Go whatever. through the process. Yeah. Go through the process, and you'll get there. And with that, thank you very much for listening. listening. Bye.